1: I am here one cold brew deep. One cold brew deep. And let me tell you, this is a cold brew from Shaky Alibi. If you live in LA, this was one of my current fixations on the Shawnee Darted the episode. Mm-hmm. Their cold brew is so strong. Guys,
0: we have so. Such a good
1: podcast today. I'm, I know. I'm internally wait. 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 For those who are new, let's introduce ourselves. Oh gosh. Okay. I okay, know. Okay. We'll get to it. Don't worry. Oh. If you are new to OK Sis, I'm Scout. I'm Maddie, and we are the sisters behind OK Sis podcast. And if you are coming back for more, welcome back, sister. Welcome back, or welcome
0: and join in on the sisterly banter. Yeah. We're all okay.
1: Sisters we got. Today. Oh god. I like can't even contain. Dude, we were so annoying <laughs> on this in, on this episode. All we did was fawn over her. That's all we did. Oh, well, I'm of course I'm talking about our guest Heather
0: McMahon, but I'm also talking about what we need to recap.
1: Okay, yeah. Let's this is just all
0: over all over the most amazing episode that you're about to hear. Okay. Let's start with
1: Bachelor. Oh my God. I need wait, can we I just like, we need have like to a take moment a of break. silence? I need to take
0: a deep breath. Let's just do a deep breath. Okay. Ready? Breathe in. And breathe out. Okay, now I'm prepared. This episode was this, insane. There has never been one moment. I've been watching this. I've been watching this series, this for, franchise for a long time. Yeah, there has never been one moment that when, um, when Chris Harrison says this is the most dramatic, dramatic season or dramatic episode ever, there has not been one time where it has lived up to that. Until last night, okay. Until so Monday
1: evening, for those that are maybe catching up, uh, basically Colton told Cassie she was the one, and that well, okay. First, she was Cassie was uh, has been feeling a little hesitant.
0: First of all, side note: shout out to Tasha and Kerpa, who justice for them they tried to warn colton he would not listen to them that she's not ready because he was so blinded by the her his love for her and he was he is just so smitten with her it's it's really devastating my heart okay Okay, so so
1: her father came out all the way They're in portugal and he basically told her like you don't need to rush into things like you're 23 years old don't feel the pressure just to get engaged which is justified which is is valid which is completely valid why
0: would he give his his fucking hand or his permission for his hand in marriage. First of all, I think that's one of the most outdated traditional weird aspects of the show that they keep why does he need to ask four dads? Well, I don't think he needed to ask four
1: dads, but my my husband my husband asked dad. It okay, was it was, it was important to me because it's just, it's not like the old traditional aspect of it. It's more like my family accepts you. And if my of family course. doesn't accept my significant other, like we have an issue. Of course. But
0: after meeting your dad for 30
1: minutes and what then you else just force this upon him. He, he should have just called them up like Like what Ben Higgins did. Yeah, like right, right but, yeah. before. And
0: he only asked one. Ben Higgins only asked Lauren. Yeah. Okay. Dad. So let's yep. keep going with oh what happened.
1: God. Oh my God. So just, basically... Cassie's dad came out and was like, here's the deal. You don't need to rush okay, into but things. but also... Okay, so, uh, sorry. There's just so, oh my much, God. so many... Oh, all okay, over the place. Because
0: there's so much to unpack. First of all, you know that the producers are in on this. You can't just say, I want to go talk to my daughter in Portugal. There's a whole production side that goes on Good to this. You. So they... I think the producers planted this, which is so interesting because I was listening to Bachelor Party, which is this uh ringer podcast, uh, where they, you know, talk about every episode. And, you know, they they
1: planted this 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 I think that, made I, this happen. I think that if her dad was on board, she would have been on board. Of course.
0: But what I'm saying is usually the bachelor formula is they want there to be a happy ending. So why would the producers Kind of fuck
1: with it. Because I don't think they thought he would open up and say that. They, so, so when Cassie came to him with reservations saying, I don't know if I can get there. He completely broke the facade of television and stated very clearly, you are the one for me. You are the one I want to pick after all this, which is unheard of unheard of bachelor history history. no one has ever admitted who the last person standing is going to be before the last person is standing exactly
0: and also he said you don't understand how hard it is for me to go on other dates with people other girls when all i do is think of you and she could not have cared less (laughs) like she just i think. I understand she was confused, but she said, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. And she's, and she kept saying, I will not be able to get there. And he said, I don't expect you to get there in the next two weeks. I don't expect a mayor, a proposal. I don't literally so off of the bachelor formula. It's wild.
1: I couldn't believe okay, the words now, he was saying. Okay, but now, here's the question. Do we think Cassie comes back?
0: Well, that's, well, I... Do you think... I, I thought, thought when per- he brought her back to the seat, I thought she was going to turn, because she was like, Same. now... Because she was, she was like, guessing, it. guessing it. Now i was second-guessing like, it. Of course, because she really likes him. She, want, she doesn't want it to end. But she knows that... It's a disservice. Yeah, it's a disservice. And he said, I don't need a proposal. I don't need an engagement, which
1: is like so not what The Bachelor likes Do to Do you hear. think that the producers asked her if she wanted to be the next Bachelorette? And she was like, I like Colton, but my feelings aren't there and I have an opportunity to be the next Bachelorette. I don't know. I don't think the producers would do that. Would fuck it up that much for him. Because
0: the producers, he probably has told the producers from day one. He's like, oh, it's Cassie the whole way. Yeah, And they know. So that's why I'm so confused why they flew out her dad to manipulate the situation drama. of course so but, now he but they like a fairy tale ending they like it when it comes together
1: yeah so here's the other problem he, uh, he hasn't gone on the fantasy suite with hannah yet he's and not going clearly to. he's not going no, to so she completely got gypped i was voting for hannah the entire series i thought she was going to be the one no, I, th- I knew it was going to be between hannah and cassie but i genuinely thought that hannah was going to be the one that I, he got down on one even no
0: hundred no i always knew it was cassie hannah and I knew, I thought, he, I knew, hundred percent, he was. Gonna so pick here's Cassie. our
1: theory: Cassie's coming back on the show, and they get together. So no, this is the
0: theory. Next week, he tells Taisha and Hannah what the fuck's going on, dumps yeah. them. Um, obviously doesn't go into fantasy suites with Hannah. Then he f- essentially finds Cassie because you s- in the promo you see him like knocking on a white door, and it's kind of like giving you Ari vibes, where he goes back to Lauren. Lauren and everything. Um, and I think he. Confronts her and says, "I'll take it as slow as you want. I'll take it as slow as you want. Let's just date." And she probably begrudgingly, it's just like, "Sure, I don't even know." Like, we don't know. We oh, don't know. We- It just didn't seem like she was into it at all. Like, given all that he was saying, like, wouldn't you, if you were in that situation and you weren't there yet, it's kind of like what happened with Peter and Rachel where he was like, I'm not there yet, but just like, let's just date after this. And she was like, no, I want a proposal. So that was a different situation. If she had been like, okay, I love you so much, let's just date. No, but
1: here's the thing. When she talks about Colton when she went on her hometown – it was very lovingly. Like I believe that this girl loved but the, Colton, but the dad didn't. The dad was like, "I didn't feel the spark." I think it's all the dad, honestly, because like if I think about it too, to be honest, like if I was in that situation and dad wasn't on board, it would be highly difficult for me to be on board. Well, of course,
0: I don't think I don't think her hesitations are not valid. Of course, but I think that
1: she actually does love him, and she's just she's just getting very by confused because her, her dad.
0: That's why I can't believe they fucking did this. But anyways. I I have never seen a more real
1: moment on the Bachelor. On the Bachelor. Yeah. Ever. Like he was so oh heartbroken. I was
0: crying. I could not believe the words that were coming out of his mouth. He was like trying to hide away from the from the crew and everyone. Yeah. It like was so honest and Obviously, the, you know, the fence jump was fucking nuts. And it's, just, I mean, rightfully so. He was like, you guys, when when she said my dad was here, he knew exactly yeah, he that. Knew that exactly. Producers well, the producers brought
1: him and they. Were, he was like, I'm fucking done with this. The problem is, yeah, the problem is, is that his greatest fear this entire time was that he was going to get there with someone and they weren't going to get there with him. You know, and like to see that come to fruition is so
0: You know that he had the most breakups
1: Of any bachelor, uh, four four women left. Oh, interesting! Yeah, why would why would anyone leave him? He's great. Elise,
0: Sydney, Heather, and Cassie. Wow the the most people that have ever like left willingly Uh. is two that's really How sad.
1: sad is that? and he's still a virgin colton. god damn it colton is still
0: a virgin guys what if well, he goes back to hannah g just fucks her just to like get it out of the way he's like i just want to be done with this shit and he then would never he Cassie. would never do that you are crazy he
1: <laughs> no, he values his virginity a I little know, bit more little than that mu- a little like too much oh it's like well this, the problem is
0: is like he's playing it up way too much that whole thing with taisha <laughs> where oh you didn't watch the one with taisha but he he like sits down and his pants are really tight. She's like, oh, are your pants tight? He's like, no, my legs are tight. It's probably because I'm a virgin. And <laughs> okay, that's super fucking weird. And then they're talking about the exports in Portugal. And they're like, oh, um, do they export grapes or whatever? And then she's like, oh, I think they export olives. And he's like, Extra virgin?
1: Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> I'm okay, like, but his virginity is a up. big deal. Like when is he gonna he's probably lost it now if he's back with Cassie. So today, um this is gonna be airing after Woman Tell All,
0: but today one of uh Sydney asks, Are you still virgin? He's probably not gonna say it, but yeah, he won't she say if she he has it. it. <laughs> but also, um, it is it is um important to note that when he's you know, he goes on press throughout the airing yeah, yeah, of the yeah. show. So he went on Ellen and everyone asks they always ask, Are you engaged? And he he's never said yes, so he's not, obviously. Um but he says I'm happy with the outcome. Okay, he's so I been think- saying that in every single See, this interview. Which think- was which, like, w- what else is he
1: going to say? But I think I think there is some turnaround with Cassie. It has there to there be. has to be a turnaround with Cassie. It doesn't make sense if there's not because I do believe it does end in a happy ending because mm-hmm. in one of the promos he said at the end he's like I I'm at the end and I've never been more in love in my entire life and this is happening and I feel as if. Even if they, I mean, I'll be really bummed if they don't get engaged. They're not getting engaged. Hundred percent, he's not getting engaged. Because then I just don't think,
0: like, I. But like, let. There are twenty three and twenty six. Just let them date. They pro it's probably a better success rate if they don't get engaged.
1: Okay. I just fall into the victim of the of romance course. and I just want everyone to get engaged and be happy and in love and stay together. No, Cassie cannot get engaged right now. It'll break apart. But Well, I hope they stay together. So if they end up together, I hope they stay together.
0: Yeah, which I think they would. But um so yeah, there's a there's also a shot of the promo where he's with the, uh, the ring, ring box. box. Yeah. So we're everyone's speculating that it's just empty, and it's just, <laughs> just like just for like, fun, I don't know shits and giggles. Yeah. Oh wow. This has been a very intense I week just... for Batch Nation.
1: Oh my god. Colton is the best Bachelor, hands down. Hands down. You know,
0: okay. This is why it's I feel way more drawn to this than okay. So Ari's season was really dramatic, of course. The it ending. was really but dramatic. But it was dramatic in the sense that we all turned on him. Now yeah. we're, like, all on Colton's side, so it's like we're pulling for him. It's a completely different empathetic, empathetic I've actually way. never
1: been rooting for a Bachelor as much as I root for Colton. This last like, episode... Colton for sure went on The Bachelor to, like, grow his brand and become famous like everyone else does, but he has a very genuine motivation behind what he's doing, and he's actually very serious about being in a relationship that's a marriage. Like... Ari or, like, Chris Souls or, like, I just wasn't, like, 100% sure they actually wanted to get married, and okay. I never felt like at the end if it was, like, really getting there. But with Colton, I really feel as if he's in that zone. I mean,
0: I don't at all, but... Oh, okay. But I do believe that he's in love with Cassie. Oh, like, he is so in love with like, Cassie. I've never seen an expression of love Aww.
2: on this show
0: like his. I was... I wanted to just go and hug him like and then the part where she was like I want someone to be in love with you or that that is so in love, love with you, you. Yeah. and he was like
1: that fucking breaks my heart yeah that was really bad she why would she that. say that I think she's gonna come around I think she's gonna go home realize how much she misses him realize yeah. that she actually does love him and that her dad just got in her head yeah and I mean let's hope let's
0: hope Oh my god, I need to t- I need to like take
1: a nap. Okay, yeah, that was a lot of recap, but wow. clearly we're quite passionate we're about so this We're so passionate.
0: Oh my god, guys, please tell us your thoughts too cuz we lo- I I watched it alone yesterday and I was texting everyone I knew that
1: like watches the bachelor and no one was responding to me. You I was, like, made me watch out. it really early this morning on Hulu and- yeah, it was good. Worth uh, it? Very yeah. worth it. Very worth oh, it. Oh gosh. Okay. Good. Okay. We next. can move on now.
0: Yes. Okay. So quickly. Um. Even though this shouldn't be quickly, but we're just gonna breeze past it. Um. So in the episode with Heather, we talk about the Jordan Woods situation, and of course, since we recorded this last week, a lot has you know, transpired. Transpired since then, of course. Um. So Jordan Woods went on red to- red table talks with um Jada Pinkett Sw- Smith. Um, general impression is essentially what she said is she went to a bar and in L.A. culture, you go to a bar and then you go to like a house party afterwards. So all her friends were going to Tristan's house and her first thought was like, oh, cool. Like, I know this guy, you know, it's not some random house party that I'm going to go to. Um, she gets there and she, d- the report was that everyone was taking, uh, um, people, there was speculation that people were, had to take away their phones or something, mm-hmm. or like put away their phones. But she said that never happened. And she never gave a lap dance to Tristan. What she was doing was sitting on the edge of his chair with her feet dangling over him, which like, I think is very inappropriate. Okay. Oh, so, so it's regardless. starting there. Yeah, but they weren't kissing, no like flirting, nothing like that. Um... And she says, I was drunk. She was not blackout drunk. So she can't, she says, I'm not blaming it on the alcohol. I'm completely taking ownership over my, uh, of what happened. Um, While she was leaving at seven in the morning, they were there all night with all the friends, too. It's not like she just stayed there by herself. As she was leaving, he kissed her on the mouth, no tongue. And she kind of was like, What the fuck? And then just left. So she told the story, and Chloe then tweets saying, Jordan Woods, why are you lying? Why are you going public with this story and not apo- calling me to apologize well, privately? That's a good point. blah da, da da da. You are the reason my family broke up. You know she went off the rails. Who do so, you believe, Chloe or Jordan? Exactly. So now we're everyone's just like, what the fuck? What's the truth? Why won't you tell us the truth? Well, Jordan said that she did call you. She says in the in the, in the interview, I. Um, talk to Chloe. I apologize profusely. So this is where it gets tricky. So the next day, she calls Kylie and Chloe. She says, I was at Tristan's house, but she leaves out the kiss part because she really thought it wasn't, not it wasn't nothing, but she yeah. just was also scarred by it. She was like, what the, f-? like, oh my God. Okay. Um. And then somehow Chloe and Kylie f- found out about it and then they were mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but, Mm, but then people are saying that
1: they've been hooking up for months. It's it's really um, I'm just going to go out. What is What did we say? It's a whim or limb. Oh dear, <laughs> oh dear God. Adam, let me know and I'll forever do it right after this. Oh, did he tell you? Yeah, it was? he told out me. On a, out on a limb. limb. I think it's out on a limb. I think that Jordan has been seeing him and they definitely had sex that night or at least hooked up. I don't think they had that. Jada Pekin Smith was like, did you have sex with Justin
0: Thompson? She says, no, never, never would, never thing just she said multiple times hook me up to a lie detector test which is the first thing that people say when they're liars. yes Oh gosh! Like, so yeah, I we'll see know. what we'll see what happens. This um, is just a terrible story. The biggest part that I that I just really feel sorry for her is, you know, her sister can't go to school, her brother can't go to work, her mom can't go to the grocery store. Like her family is really that's not fair. Yeah, her family is really hurting from this. That's not fair. Um, she's been getting really bad, like death threats. You know, that's that's really that's bad. One hundred percent unacceptable. Yeah. So we're that's not, the we're part, not here for that. Yeah. So that's the part that's been um really sad and, and frustrating, yeah. but. We wish her, I mean, we kind of wish her the best, but I mean, we'll see what transpires. Um, This story has been the highlight of your life. I mean, now Bachelor has taken over my life. Oh my God, look at all
1: this pop culture, man, in our heads. So much.
0: So much. Anyway, so that's just like a little Jordan Woods update um, because we do talk about it in
1: this podcast. Okay, now moving on. Let's do the word of the week. Yes. Okay, the word of the week is a Japanese word. Mm -hmm. It is Yukio. Okay. Yukio, and it means living in the moment, detached from the bothers of life. Wow, isn't that a good one? That's beautiful. My friend sent it to me. She sends me sometimes words for word of the week. Oh, I thought that's such a pretty one. Living in the moment, detached from the bothers of life. Yeah, I feel something like I definitely can uh, work. We on. do that when we podcast, though. We are in the moment. This is true. There's no room for distraction when you're podcasting. That is actually yes. I. It's like agree a meditation that. in that way. Hmm. Yeah. You can't be doing two things at once. You just can't. You can't. You have to be focused, focused on the yeah. person. Uh-huh. And on each Ooh. other. It's like an exercise for Yoki. What is it? Oh, I closed it. Great. God damn, oh, it. God damn it. Oh, God damn it. And now my phone won't open. Oh, wait. Hold on. We're here. Yukio. Podcasting is a form of Yukio. Yes, definitely. I love that. Okay. Our guest this week Oh, my, oh god. my god! It's embarrassing how much we told her we were obsessed with we her. Like I think she thinks we're total stalkers.
0: I don't care. W- it was Heather McMahon. It was one of the Heather best nights of my life. McMahon. We drank aperol spritzes. Is spritz eye spritz eye aperol spritz eye? What's the plural? Um, she is. Such she a made doll. us the aperol spritz. She showed course, us how to make one. It was our first one, so yeah. it was quite the experience. Yeah, she's such a gem. S- just lives up to every. Possible expectation and hype If She's anybody incredible. is
1: listening to this that works On Netflix here's the fucking deal Heather McMahon needs her own Netflix Special immediately Why hasn't anyone jumped on this I don't understand Like literally if you work at Netflix and you're listening Like take a cue from us And, and pitch get her. Heather McMahon just get her on anything, anything—a reality TV show, uh, It's Netflix special. I don't give a fuck. I uh, just want to see that woman on TV. I want, of course,
0: she deserves it.
1: She's so funny. She's yeah. the funniest human being. I think oh. I, I like, literally, think I like, I know of. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Oh my god, we're so oh, embarrassing.
0: We're so no. Sh- it was <sighs> fabulous. Yeah.
1: Anyways, um, so enjoy, sisters. You're gonna giggle a shit ton. I know she's so good, and uh, we love you. We love you.
0: Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off.
1: Heather McMahon is an actress, comedian, writer, model, and voiceover artist from Atlanta, Georgia. Her popular series on Instagram, Brittany911, has garnered the attention of millennials around the world. All it takes is a one-time visit to her Instagram stories to fall in love with Heather's humor. Without further ado, Heather. Hi! Okay, um, like, the best guest we've ever had always. I mean, the fact that we're sitting here in your presence. It's like my Instagram stories has stop. come to life. That's the best way to put it! Right? I mean, you don't understand how much we watch your Instagram stories. I'm so
2: obsessed with y'all. Like, it is an honor and a pledge to be here um it's so funny like because i've been just putting up stuff organically on instagram forever and it's like i forget that it's kind of like a like a reality show for people yeah. some yeah. girl ran into me the other day and she was like you're here you're real I was like what did, What did you think I'm like you know she's just like I don't know it's just like I always see you laying in bed at night like doing your stories or at your mom's house but like you're out in the flesh I'm like I do like have a life and get out
0: <laughs> oh so, but you I always say this you are the only person at the end of the day that I will actively search on Instagram to oh, watch you. your entire stories also if like if I'm just during the day looking at stories I'll skip over yours because I want to watch it in one swoop one swoop yeah I'm
2: like religious about your stories well I appreciate that it's so funny. Um, a lot of uh, of my followers who have just had babies have messaged me and say they like, like I need to watch you at that three a.m. like witching hour when I'm breastfeeding and I'm like yeah. losing my mind. But the problem is now that a couple women have messaged me saying that their baby now responds to my voice. <laughs> Like Pavlov's like response with the dog oh and the my bell, God. yeah. Because now, like one of these girls, she's like, I have to be careful when I watch your stories because now my tits will start to leak <laughs> because my baby will like my baby's around like it's a whole thing because they like the baby hears my voice. It's like a positive and response. They know it's yes. breastfeeding time. Yes, like my That's best friend crazy. in the whole world has. Um, she's the same thing. She saves all my stories to the yeah. end of the night, and she was like, her baby is obsessed with me because oh. I think when she hears my voice, she knows she, it means food. She know, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. I am dead.
0: Also, I feel for all of the boyfriends that have to. Right. like oh, you, you once posted a story where it was like the boyfriend of the girl was like, Heathering a man, please stop posting stories so I can go to bed. And I yeah. was like, this is my boyfriend. Yeah. Like,
2: it's funny. Either husbands are so on board. And there's just like a, a, like a small amount that are like really annoyed, yeah. but usually, but it's funny. But then when I see them out in public, they're like, "If I don't get a photo with you, my wife's gonna kill me." I'm <laughs> oh like, God, "Okay, yes. now you want to? Yeah, okay, I'll take a photo <laughs> with you, Randy." Randy. Yeah. Randy.
1: yeah. Also, like, we should say that we're drinking aperol spritz together right yes, now. Yes, we made, are spritzing Made hard. by the queen, and this is of my aperol. first aperol spritz ever, and I am loving it. Great, it's I'm so loving. refreshing, right? It's so
2: refreshing. And the funny thing is, like, I didn't invent these. It's been around for like since the dawn of time. Yeah, in but Italy, you're giving them a comeback. I I'm giving them a comeback because you know what I believe in the product, and I only want to work with products that I like. And they should sponsor you ASAP. They should. After all, let's get on it. Let's get on it. I'm
1: surprised that hasn't happened yet. I know. know. We're putting
2: it out there. (laughs) We're putting it out there. We're manifesting. Manifesting. I love it.
0: So I first found you on the morning toast, and if anything those girls gave me,
1: it was you. Like. Oh my gosh! And then you introduced me, and I introduced mm-hmm. you. And, I was and hooked, it was so funny
0: like, because you were you were one of my very first current fixations on this podcast, and we were you interviewing, were one of my current fixations. We were interviewing too. Shawnee Darden. Yeah. I'm not sure if you know her. She yes. follows you. Yes, yes, she's
2: amazing. I, if I could get like a facial with her, I would die. Oh, I would literally I
0: mean, die. I mean, we we know her assistants. Uh, okay, well, I mem- text her assistants. Oh,
2: well, I remember <laughs> if I like, hooked that up because this face, since <laughs> like came out to California is. Look. Yeah. It's that dry weather. You know what I mean? It's the water. It's the dry weather. It's the dry weather in the water. I don't know what's in the water. My hands are
1: like cracking on like the
0: regular every day. Okay,
2: you get it. Anyways,
0: but yeah, so we, I remember I brought her up, uh, brought you up to Shawnee, and she was like, oh my God, I watch Heather McMahon stories every day.
1: And I'm like, Shot
2: you should definitely it. damn her. Well, she said, reached out to me a while ago when I was here last. She loves um, her
1: moms, especially. Yeah. Well, Everyone
2: does. yeah. I mean, Robin is like, I, I try and explain Robin and I's relationship is we're, but bo- it's like Joan and Melissa rivers, but we're both Joan you know what I mean yes totally that, that's what it is yeah Um. no Shawnee's amazing I would love um, I'll have to reach out to her but yes. yeah I mean Robin is like her own thing so you know if there's new people listening who don't really know about me like yeah. I was living in LA doing comedy for three years I'd been in New York for four years before that so I was like oh, you know on the up doing my thing and then kind of had this like tragic moment in my life where my dad passed away from cancer super quick so I just did what anybody in their t- late 20s would do I packed up all my shit went home to Atlanta to try and help my mom but that. That's kind of where my audience has come. That's what they tune into now because I've literally spent the last two years living at home with my mom where I thought I was, of course, going to be there for like three months, help my mom come back, like nothing. But I literally... like. <laughs> move back in with my mother and we just get into trouble and so yeah, it's so
0: the best
2: we're wild we have a good time we really do have an interesting relationship and it's kind of become one of those things where that's what people tune into every day and yeah. I think once I left LA and left New York and I had a different perspective of like you know Atlanta's a big city and there's tons of stuff going on but mm-hmm. I kind of got out of that that bubble of New York and LA and I started posting about real shit that was happening to me at home. Mm -hmm. So many people were able to relate to it.
0: Yeah. You know, absolutely. That's actually a really good observation because that's kind of
1: when I, or maybe the timeline is off for me, but like that's when you blew up is when you moved back. When you moved home. And that's, first of all, I just have to say that's so admirable for you to move back with your mom. We just lost, our stepmom to cancer and I try to be there for my dad in any way possible so the fact that you
2: moved home is like unbelievable you know it's a really crazy thing I mean I I appreciate that but I'm also just like that's just what you do Yeah. yeah. and here's the thing I when I got back I was so bitter I was you know you're dealing with grief in a weird way in the first place and then when I got back I was like well the world owes me something and like I'm you know I'm missing out on so many opportunities because I had to leave LA at the peak but then you know the universe does a really funny thing and it like humbles you and and then I realized oh my comedy was relatable a little bit when I was in LA but now it's so much like so people can much, yeah. connect yeah. and that's what I'm so grateful for yeah. um, and also just like like who, who did I think I was like <laughs> I was coming back to Atlanta like you guys I've lived in New York and LA. do you understand all big deal and everyone's like bitch you got mustard on your shirt you're not nobody cares you have a camel toe get your life together <laughs> so you know I just stay humble and yeah. like when your mom like yells at you like you're like you're 12 again you know yeah. and she's like you make it a god Damn that, sether, I'm like, okay, yep, yeah. you're right. I'm oh bad. It's so back. Our I'm mom back.
1: would like never yell at us. We have oh. such an so our re- relationship with our mom is like the most open relationship in the world. Like the first time a guy gave me an orgasm, I ran and told my mom about it, and she That's was great. Like, and she was like, Mazel Tov, Mazel yeah. Tov. She was like so <laughs> excited for us. But she would, she would like, she's like, can't yell at anybody. I
0: know. But she also did not want me to, I wanted to move back in after college. Oh, she and was she was like, hell like, no. no." She's like, I will pay some of your rent for you to get out of my house. That is
2: amazing. <laughs> See, my parents were the opposite. Like, if I could live, like, even my dad when he was alive, he was just so, he's like, if you want to live in the house, like, and you know, I'm engaged now. And he's like, if you and Jeff want to like, just live oh in the house God. together. I'm like, like, <laughs> live with you and mom. Like, my parents were like stage five clingers. So... Yeah, our, they're the our opposite. dad
1: would put us up for yeah, sure. Yeah, my dad,
2: yeah, our dad for
0: sure.
1: Yeah. Okay, we 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 need to write it back. because oh, yeah, we need we to talk about current fixations. fixations before we get oh, into
0: yeah. into your whole life, which I'm like so excited. Okay, do you want to start? Yeah,
1: I'll start. Okay, um, so I just reignited my love for author Lydia Davis. Great. She is one of my favorite. She's her and Murakami are my two favorite authors. Uh, so I picked up her book at McNally Jackson bookstore in New York City once, and it's like this orange brick. It's like a big fucking book, but it's small. And she writes short stories, but her short stories are all flash fiction. So her short stories range from one sentence to, like, two pages. Wow. And they're so, they pack such a punch. Every single one is just, un- her prose is, like, crazy. And I'm a writer, so I, like, eat that shit up like crazy. And I'm, like, writing really short fiction. Mm-hmm. So she's, like, on my wavelength, kind of. Like, the minute I picked her up, I was like, oh, this is what I could do. And it's, like, a real thing. I don't need to write an 80-page short story. Yeah. Um. So she's amazing. If anybody likes to just, like, get a little morsel of inspiration, by her book The Collected Stories of Lydia Davis. Yeah, Scout is like wet for poetry and short fiction.
2: I love that you're passionate about reading. You yes, know, we're, um, both ha- we're
1: both very passionate. <laughs> we're about both reading. like yeah. really big bibliophiles. But she makes yeah. fun of me for the people that I like. I'm not sure why, <laughs> but she makes fun of, I, of me because I'm like really crazy to. about a few people. And right. She, she just like makes fun of me about it all the time, even though she reads probably more than I do.
2: Like the, there's an underlying joke in my family because my whole family is like highly intelligent and I'm like the artist but you know artists are we're intelligent in our own way but like I was my sister was such a book nerd and loved to read growing up and I read like you know I like to read but I'm not I see I like biographies I want to read about real shit I I hate fiction I don't hate fiction but you have to read
1: Becoming by Michelle Obama okay okay,
2: great it's in the queue we'll add it oh my god it's it's so good but literally, the, my, my, the running joke with my family, with my mom, my sister's like, oh, that book that you read in fourth grade that you're forced to read, like, there was, like, still to this day, like, I t- went on vacation, I took a book, my sister's like, wow, Heather's reading, she brought a book, oh, my God, is this the third book you've ever read in your life? And I'm like, shut up, I hate you. So that's all they do. I'm like, okay, great, Ashley, you're an attorney, you went <laughs> you to do tech, you know, and, like, got a finance degree, like, I went to the University of Mississippi and, like, got a theater degree. All right. Okay, we, we get it. it. We get it. Get <laughs> it. We
0: get it. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Mads. Okay, my current fixation. Have you guys seen Chelsea Peretti's monologue at the Writers Guild Awards? No, I have no. not. You
1: were such I can I like claim ownership for your love
0: of Chelsea yes. Peretti. So Thank Chelsea you. Peretti, you know Chelsea Peretti, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. So she hosted the Writers Guild Awards. Yeah. It was like the one before the Oscars, and it is just complete gold. I could watch it a, numerous times over and over. Just her humor is so unique. Yeah, and she seems she's so unassuming, and she seems so unfazed by like the Hollywood bullshit like yeah. she's in a very prestigious cup bowling with yeah. Jordan Peele like she goes so to all cute. these events and and she was also on Dax Shepard's podcast and she's just like so chill and I just want to be her friend
2: I totally hear you on that I yeah. adore her and I I do love her kind of don't give a fuck attitude but yeah. it was interesting during the Oscars when they kept panning back to her yes, she, lo- came, it, she looked like she, she w- could be anywhere yeah, but there that is
0: very true so
2: at that moment I was like okay Chelsea come on just it's let just, a little mm, crack uh, a smile yeah. for us yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she did not she seemed completely. Um, like changed. out. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. But um, yeah, check it out. Okay, it's it's do. very very funny.
2: Okay, Heather. okay. Well, my current obsession, like totally what I'm l- truly. If you have not seen Abducted in Plain Sight on Netflix, okay, you are not living your truth. I'm like not scared to watch it. it because of your stories. Okay, here's the thing. I had like I was so sick two weeks ago, and everyone was like, "Just Heather, you got some time to like Netflix and chill, watch it." Basically, if you've ever thought about becoming a parent, even if it's like far down the road, you just need to watch this and you could literally do anything, the worst thing you could think of, and you could still be a better parent than these two this mom and dad on the show. So I watch it just to feel good about myself. It's wild. It is is it, the most, is it
0: a series? No,
2: it's just um it's a, just one documentary. Okay, okay, okay. okay. But it's about this girl who grew up in a Mormon um grew up in idaho and how she was abducted twice basically by a friend of the family and but the bizarre shit that happens is so insane you're like the fuck here i'll just do this i'll just give you one little tip okay so the mom and the dad both end up having an affair with the guy who abducts their child what that's wild and he it's the kid gets abducted two times two times by the same guy. And like one time, like kind of like willingly, like the mom, it's a whole thing. Just oh, watch it. It's on Netflix? God. It's on Netflix. Okay, okay. Just when you think shit couldn't get weirder, it gets <laughs> weirder. And then when you're done watching the documentary, you're like, why the fuck would these parents... Ever, why would this family yeah. ever want to bring the story to, to, to light. light? Oh, they're like in
0: it? They're in it.
2: <laughs> what? Oh, so, okay, they're in it? They're in it. So, you know, like, did you see the Firefest docs? Yeah. Of yes. course. So, like, that, you know, like the, the Evian water sucking dick um, <laughs> confession.
1: That was the best part of everything. That was the best part of a documentary. Ever. This
2: entire <laughs> adu- abducted in plain sight documentary <laughs> like is like that.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh my God, that guy was literally prepared to suck a dick.
2: Also, I saw something great. They were like, you know, you can't just like omit. Information. You don't have to share everything. No, like,
1: why would he? Why would he, in God's name, admit
2: to second a dick for Evian? Also for Evian. Evian. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Evian. I don't know if you're a sponsor of this podcast, but it's a Milky Water product. It's yeah. not
1: my favorite. Oh do you know that water? Fiji. I, I do it
2: for Fiji. You know, that
1: oh, water d- has no FDA regulations, so they don't answer it to anyone. What? They can put whatever. No, all all water bottles can put whatever the fuck they want in their water bottles. They do not have to follow FDA
2: regulations.
1: Isn't that the craziest thing you've That's ever heard? That's so nuts. What? Yeah, no, I swear. Wait, who do you, who do you? I learned about this in geology class.
2: Oh, look at you! I'm always thirsty, and I do drink a lot of water. But I will say, I um, once I switched to like drinking out of glass bottles, it changed the game.
1: Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So if you can go to like Whole Foods, you know, Air One, and you spend forty five dollars on like one bottle yeah. of water, yeah. But when you start drinking out of glass, it t- it-, it tastes different. Okay. It truly oh, really no, does. I like that. We're <gasps> really okay. close to
1: Air One. Okay, I'm so say okay.
0: I have a logistics question.
2: Yeah,
0: how does your mom do the live mm-hmm. on your stories, but mm-hmm. then you also story? Is that a thing that can happen? Because you were at Jackie's wedding, yeah, and she was live, and then she was live, and I'm like, wait,
2: Heather's okay. live, but wait, I've created a monster with Robin. <laughs> um, so I have my Instagram that's plugged in on her iPad. Okay, so she can just get on, and it doesn't notify me when oh. I'm on. So she's recording live, but I'm oh, still I? able to cl- like log in on my phone and, and like it. do stories. So people will text me and be like, "Your mom's live." I go, "Great." And here's the thing: I've had to really re- like scale it back. I'm like, "Mom, I can't. You're 71 and like sassy and had six glasses of wine. I can't control what you're saying on like you know a Tuesday night at 10 p.m." Yeah. <laughs> but this is my brand that i've built so i'm going to need you to just like pump the brakes a little right, bit right. and she didn't understand that she's like those are my fans i'm like they're not your fans oh my god yeah. that's unbelievable truly i've created a monster full monster
1: oh my mm. god what is she going to do when you move out um, Come visit you all the time
2: Yeah yeah I mean listen I'm moving to New York and I'm gonna like build My life with Jeff whatever the fuck that means But I'm a gypsy And I know yeah. people said you can't really say that word anymore But I'm like fuck it gypsies are the people who like Rob you in the train station in Rome I'm not worried yeah. about like the gypsy like I, I can't I'm a gypsy okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just travel around I'm You're a no bad. bad I do my thing Um, So you know I'll be based out of New York but I'll be back and forth to Yeah it, yeah
1: yeah
0: Where do the metal straws come from?
2: All right. This is so crazy. So I I don't know if I'm like a manifester, but like literally and truly, if I say something like a week later, it happens like worldwide.
1: Wow. That's amazing. I was
2: super hungover walking to Starbucks one day and I literally was in hungover. I was literally in Starbucks. You know, when you're like that hungover where you're just like, you kind of get like, not the Sunday scaries, but you get anxiety and you like look around and you're like, and you come up with like the greatest revelation of your life?
0: Oh, uh, no, but yeah, that's sure. never happens. <laughs> okay, me.
2: I find that I really like have like deep moments when I'm when super hungover, her. but like like prophetic, like like really yes. just um, I had a, a an intuition about this. So I'm looking around Starbucks. I'm like, why are we using so much plastic? Like, why are straws still a thing? So I just went on Instagram and said something. I'm like, I'm going to try not to use plastic straws. I just feel like there's a lot of waste. A week later, Starbucks announces we're getting rid of all of our plastic straws in 2020. I was like, did I speak this into existence? And now here's the thing. Like, once you drink with a metal straw... It's like drinking out of a glass. Yeah. Your drink is so much colder. So if, you, if you're if you an iced coffee kind of gal, yes, yeah. start time. with the metal straw and it'll just make your drink so much more refreshing. Oh,
0: my, oh gosh. my gosh. Good hack.
2: Good hack. And I mean, listen, I'm not an environmentalist and I'm not like, you know, I, I say save the turtles, but truly I'm a wasteful person. Like I try not to be, but it's like, I'm a shitty human to some point. Like I just want to do one thing. That That helps. That helps. That helps. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Okay, Okay. so I want to take it like way back. When was the first moment where you were like,
2: hey, I'm kind of fucking funny? I was like four. Amazing. I was a kid who grew up hanging out with the parents. Mm. I was never impressed with like entertaining my peers. I was always impressed with entertaining the, the oldest people in the room. So I was just a funny, goofy kid. And I was like always needing that attention. I remember even, like, growing up and, like, you know, junior high when you go to your girlfriend's houses, I would never want to hang out with the kids. I'm like, I want to talk to your stepmom, Kathy, and I want to figure out, like, what her deal is. So people would be like, Heather, come on, like, hang out, we're playing outside. I'm like, no, 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 I got to be in here with the adults and, like, figure it out. So I've just been, like, that old soul where I've just always been entertaining. And I find I was very, like, a very observant kid. So once I started making the, you know, like, at parties my parents would bring me in and I would do, like, you know, crazy shit and that's just kind of, I, like, I was always an entertainer.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Very
2: interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: So tell us how Britney 911
1: started. Oh, my God. This is how I first got introduced to you. I watched uh, everything, and then I made my husband watch everything, and right. then I made my friend watch everything. Oh, I, so I, I made like, every person multiple watch Multiple times it. at this <gasps> point. Okay, well, now
2: I'm going to really sound like an alcoholic, but again, <laughs> Britney 911 started when I was super hungover. I was, like, in bed one day, oh and I was scrolling through Instagram, and I'm like, why are we pretending? Like, her behavior. Is normal. Like, why
0: is it? Why has no one said? I kind of thought that too, but no one was saying it.
2: Everyone acts like those, her um, little, you know, runway (laughs) videos that she would do (laughs) in her like shitty BB dresses. Yes. They acted like that but was the, normal like, behavior. Raccoon
1: makeup—it was the wild. makeup is like what's happening with the makeup. We just
2: need to do a light brush, a little <laughs> makeup wipe. Like let's look, let's do a fresh look.
1: And the hair—the hair, the hair oh, is like it's a rat, like, a, a, rat's it's like a rat's nest.
2: So I started looking through Instagram, and I just said, I, I, I'm just so concerned. And then you could see all the celebrities that would comment, like, "Go Brittany, go! Let's do your thing." And I'm like, why are they feeding into this crazy? Yeah. So I just literally said it out loud, and then it went wild. People started DMing me, and and I'm a Britney fan. That's what people have to realize. I am a huge fan. So other fans were saying, "We've been thinking this the whole time. Thank God you actually said it." Um.
1: It's out of concern, (laughs) right?
2: One hundred percent. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Okay,
1: wait. So for those that don't know what Britney nine one one is, can you explain the breakdown of what you do?
2: So now I kind of um nine one ones for a lot of people. I like to go through, look at their social media, kind of put the clues together of what's going on. You know she's not okay. You know she's not okay. I know she's not okay. We gotta break this down. Yeah. yeah. So um if you go onto my Instagram and you go under the highlights, I have like an eight part series of my Britney 911 breakdown. And legit, when I put it out there, all these stories just started coming to me. And like I was able to like peel apart. I should have been like a, you know a CSI yeah. oh, detective. Sure. detective. Yeah. Um yeah, but it was crazy the stuff that we started to like when we started to uncover. peel back the layers. Yeah. <laughs> what we started to uncover was wild.
0: Oh my gosh. I just I just love how that is what sparked the following. And then obviously
1: you're just hilarious just like oh my god like the
0: funniest i just chuckle to myself and i send you stories she sends me your stories
1: like i know i'm watching them i'm I'm, like yeah i know i'm I'm literally dead i'm done i'm dead (laughs) that's what Um, she says in all all uppercase i'm dead i'm
2: dead (laughs) i love that i'm i'm so here for that
1: um three ipod energy yes wait wait, can you explain this to me i'm a little confused no that's fine um okay
2: so I was on a flight reading, like, was it wasn't Martha Stewart mag. Oh, it was Oprah magazine, and they had a little insert. Or no, Travel and Leisure. They had there a little insert go. with Martha Stewart, and it talked about what she packs on a flight. She brings three iPads. Oh, she brings one iPad for television, one iPad for movies, and another iPad, I guess, to browse. And I so I screenshot this, and I, I I asked my followers. I said, "Is this is insane? Why? Just did nobody tell her she could just get one iPad and put everything <laughs> on one?" Like, this seems like a pretty basic thing. But that's just, that's how extra Martha Stewart is. You know, she's like, I gotta have, oh, I can only watch, you know, my Netflix shows on this iPad. So now I just said, like, that, instead of big dick energy, that's, like, iPad energy. So now I just tell people, like, do you have three iPad energy? Like, that's ten iPad energy. It's really coming from Martha Stewart. Also, if you want another, I do Martha 911 if you really want to see, like, just somebody who doesn't give a fuck and who's like, I'm going to do whatever I want. Martha Stewart, her? but but not yeah. her public one, not her public account. It's I think it's Martha Stewart forty eight. That's her um, personal account, and it's amazing. Oh my god! Can it's anyone like, follow her? Is she private. Yeah, it's open. No, Holy it's it's. Public. How do you know it's her? Because it's her. It's verified. It's oh yeah. god! it, got it! Got wow. it! Wow! And then what about
0: Lindsay Lohan?
2: You've done a nine one one on her. I've done a nine one one on her. It's it's all coming out, and I want to do my bachelorette party at like Club Meganos oh. or Club Lohan.
1: Oh my god! That's my, my dream. That would be Wait, epic. Can we talk about the fact that you just got engaged I and did. you're getting married and to the, the Italian And
2: The rock
1: on your finger
2: is out of the control. I
0: mean you knew it was coming, but did you know it was
1: coming on that trip?
2: um well i kind of threatened him with his life i said if you don't propose because we were coming up on eight years i was like if you don't propose by our like eight year anniversary like you will not be coming back to the united states alive um i know a guy who has a boat and some bricks we can tie them to your feet no i mean i can but i don't um and i always <laughs> tell jeff i'm like we would never get divorced like one of us has to die do you understand yeah. mm-hmm. i would never allow him to like live happily with another woman it would be it would be like a crime, uh, you know, a passion crime, a crime mm-hmm. of passion. Yeah, exactly. And I'd sit in my jail cell for the rest of my life, and like turn to my roommate Tammy and be like, Tammy, do you want me to replay how exactly I murdered him? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I love him to death. No, I had a, I had a, an idea, but when it actually happened, so I don't deal with surprises well. Mm. And, you know, I'm a public person, but I like to be public with the things that I can control. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I like to be self-deprecating and make fun of myself, but I'm controlling it. Mm-hmm. So when surprises happen, I just shut down. I was already, like, four margaritas deep in the pool in yeah. our, at our favorite place, Weimar Resort, in Turks and Caicos. And then I thought a drink was being pushed over to me. Jeff had built this giant float with like silk flowers Aww. and in my initials and the ring was in the middle and he was pushing it over to me so I turned around thinking oh this is just a float with a drink, drink coming yeah. but it was a ring in the middle and that's when I like shut down yeah. he had a Aww. photographer there Aww. but it was in public like everybody in the pool like knew it was about Mitty to bright. go down Oh so God. all the photos that we got back, I just look completely stunned and shocked, but I like didn't cry because yeah. I
1: completely blacked out. So that's what happened to me. So I knew the proposal was coming. I also kind of like was like, hey, we should like do this now. And um, <laughs> right. so I remember you were I, like getting I, your nails done every day. Getting, getting your what, hair yeah, done. I was yeah. like, I need to be ready for this moment. It's a big moment. And but when he proposed, we were standing in this garden and this guy was singing on the guitar and I knew it was coming like soon, but literally I'm like, look over to my husband. I'm like, should we give him a dollar? Right, (laughs) right. (laughs) And he's like, no, it's fine. And then I hear lyrics about marry me and it hits me and I totally blacked out. I was blacked out shock.
2: Even if you know it's coming, I'm telling you it is the most shocking moment of your life. Absolutely. And I, everyone's like, didn't you cry? I said, no, I didn't cry. I screamed. And I, when I, we had looked at rings. I mean, here's the thing like, Jeff and I have been together eight years. Everyone's like, eight years. But did you my, guys meet at
0: college? No, no, no. Oh. We met in New York. Oh, okay. Okay. okay.
2: okay. Um, but we met through my one of my best girlfriends from college. Got it. So uh, my dad died three years ago. And then everyone thought I was going to get engaged right after that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. When somebody dies, I literally told Jeff, go finish grad school. Like, I need to grieve and do my shit. So, Jeff had just finished his, like, grad school program. He does, like, real estate development in October. And then I said, you know, we'll start looking at rings because I knew it was coming. Um, and so, he did not want to do the ring buying process together, though. I said, honey, like, I want to go in and, like, like make this yeah. an experience. I, yeah, I, I, I did don't, that. Again, I don't like surprises. Yeah. So I went in, picked out a couple things, but he put this together, and it was just—it was exactly what I wanted. I it's picked up gorgeous. Out. Yeah, I'm mean, like, I, I was obsessed. So
1: I picked out my ring too. I was like, "There's no fucking way." No, you have
2: to wear it every day. I know. I have and to know like what it's going to look like. a Huge investment. And it's you a big like
1: purchase, it. and I, I would be like, "No, nah, I don't like it." If I got it and I didn't like it, I would definitely say something. Yeah, I would—I would
2: returned it. Yeah. So you know, I mean, I would have been. Jeff knows. Yeah. So I just said, and then once we went and actually like looked at rings together at his jeweler's, H and H Jewelry in New York, plug—they are so great. I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with them. Um like he felt empowered too yeah. and it felt like a really special experience cuz he's like you love it as much as I love it so yeah yeah no so it sweet.
1: is a special experience okay so what's yeah. going on with the wedding plans are you planning i am
2: overwhelmed oh
1: it's a oh, lot I yeah i mean
2: did you have a big wedding or small wedding uh we had about 165 people so okay. medium yeah medium size everybody thinks i'm going to be having this million dollar wedding but unless somebody else wants to pay for it like i'm just seeing how much this stuff i did like some light googling last week <sighs> This is insane! How much people want for just like tchotchke bullshit at a wedding? Yes. <laughs> so we want to get married in um, in Italy because I feel like you have to marry the Italian stallion in Italy. I mean, duh. So um, that's kind of our plan. But I'm going to go to Italy. I think uh, end of April and and actually get like boots on the ground and see if I can feasibly do it. Right. And then if I'm totally overwhelmed, I'll just be like, let's elope
1: because okay. I can't. Yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. I don't
2: I've know been how through you it. it. I
1: went, I mean, you get. I did a really long engagement. I did a two-year engagement, so I, like, paced everything out. Like, I only right. did, like, two things a month, so it was super manageable. But then nothing prepares you for the stress of the month of. I mean, it was just... In insane, it, it feels.
0: I would feel like it would be like Fire Festival. Like you let, you're like, how the yes. fuck is this all gonna come
1: together? And, and yeah, somehow are, your wedding planner is like, don't worry, I got it. And, like, and you're you just really like, like do, you do you have it? it? Do, you like, have it do, do you have it, Cheryl? Do you have it? it.
2: <laughs> well, I said after I watched the Fire Fest doc, I was said what if I did that for my wedding? I just told everybody, we're gonna be we staying <laughs> in a gorgeous villa in Tuscany, but then actually you <laughs> show up at the like barn. Yeah, and I'm like, good luck. Like, <laughs> you know, everybody thins for themselves. That's insane. Yeah. So I was at Jackie's wedding. Yeah in New York, looked, I which mean, was, looked I mean, it was unbelievable. And unbelievable. And her, her wedding planner came up to me, this wonderful guy, Mike, came up to me and he was like, you're next, I can't wait to do your wedding. And I just turned to him and I said, I can't afford oh, you. Yeah. And I walked off. I was like, this is, I truly cannot afford, <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow. That, I don't know how much this wedding was, but this is not in my budget. That wedding was half a million dollars. It was insane. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. It like, was easy. Easy. It was one of the most the gorgeous weddings I've ever been to. of Zach's dad
0: singing I was
2: It was unreal. I was crying. It was unreal.
0: He's just like in the middle of the dance floor singing New York, New York. And I looked
2: at Jeff and I was like, if you don't perform or like step your game up at our wedding, like I understand that I'm the professional entertainer, but I was like, (laughs) you need to figure your shit out and learn how to dance or sing or do something because I expect the most. Oh, of course. The fun thing that I'm excited about is I'm, I'm, I'm truly really not a bitch and I'm kind of excited to be Bridezilla for a second. Like an excuse just to be like, you know what? It's all about me. Yeah. For sure. sure. That's the whole point Where of a go. wedding. There yeah. you go.
0: Okay, I want to talk about one other thing, and I, I feel like I'm going to start laughing just thinking about it. That one hotel you stayed in.
2: <laughs> I am so triggered, emotionally scarred, still talk to my therapist about The Row. It's called The Row in New York, The Row NYC. Do not book it. It's some bullshit. What
1: was the, what was the word?
2: Oh. Restaurant. Okay, so what happened? I
1: miss this day. Oh, my God. How God. did I miss this? So,
0: is yes, it yes, it's a highlight? Yes, it's a highlight. Madge I'm just is literally crying. It. Oh, it, oh, my God. It, it's, okay,
2: so essentially what happened was, so the second week in December, I had to go to New York for work. Well, that second week in December is the busiest week in New York, because that's when all the, like, the people from the Midwest come in and start shopping. So I had to stay in the city. Jeff lives out in Westchester, which is just like- I uh, went
1: to college at Sarah Lawrence. Okay, you know, it's, just, yeah, like, yeah. it's a suburb.
2: It's like 20 yeah. minutes outside the city. Mm. But when you're working in the city, you you have to stay in the city. It's just yeah, too yeah. far. So I had been put up because I was doing an event so I had a hotel and we just needed a hotel for one more night. Well, we went to look on like the Hotel Tonight app or whatever. My usual go-to places were quadruple the rate. Right. Jeff's like, what do you mean? This place we usually stay that's like 350 bucks a night is now like $1,200. The Ritz Carlton. I couldn't even abase, you know, I have like SPG points or whatever. It was all two grand. So everything was so insane. Mm -hmm. So he goes on this app and he's like, well, this hotel looks fine. Like, great. It's just one night. It was still a $600 room what when we got to the hotel that room apparently rents on a normal night for like 89 dollars. we'd already his char, his card had already been charged yeah there were no to cancellations so we walk in and i should have if i would have been in a different place in my career which this was like a month ago i'd have been like Did you eat the six six hundred dollars i don't we're, care we're going somewhere else but jeff because he's an old italian man he's only 31 but he's like the most crotchety old like Larry David style man. He was like, no, we're staying here and we're going to prove a point. I'm like, prove a point. What? I pull back the sheets. The next morning I saw that there was blood and all these dark stains. (gasps) People started messaging me, Heather. It's like the cesspool of America. So apparently when they would shoot the Mari Povich show, they'd put all their, like, you are not the baby daddy. They put all the hookers and all the people up in that hotel. Oh
0: my God. The updates coming in when you were like, someone just DM me that the hookers stay here. I was people were like praying for you
2: they were truly praying for me and oh I was legit like let's just walk like let's call yeah. I'll go to the hotel and let them know there's blood everywhere <laughs> Jeff's like no we are sticking this out and that's when I kind of had like I was like can I marry this man but I am I'm still <laughs> marrying him yeah I was like you can dispute no it with worries. American Express Jeff like you know and just say this was complete fraud yeah they didn't know Oh, so he made me stick it out. But then I got really good content out of it, and it It just kind of became a thing. Oh god, it was so funny.
1: Oh, don't worry, it's in the highlights. You I'm will die. I'm going back. I'm going back.
2: And I will say, I didn't get bed bugs, but I was itchy for at least a week. Oh. Oh my god, I had a
1: dream that I got bed bugs last week. Not
2: okay. Not okay.
1: Not okay. Not okay. Um. When are you doing a podcast?
2: It's coming out. You when are you doing a reality to. television show? When, you, <laughs> when, when, when is when, your Netflix special coming like, when out? It's all happening? You know, I'm having all of the meetings oh, here in L.A., but okay. it's really funny about L.A. meetings. It's so different doing business in New York as opposed to L. A. Because yeah. in New York, people are like, "Let's go, let's freaking do it!" Like, "Are you available Tuesday? I'm ready to go." But in L. A., it's the L. A. invite, you know, where yeah. people say, "We want to do, um, uh, you know, we want to do this with you," uh, and then you know, we're like, "Great, when are you available?" And then they just they don't expect you to ever follow up, right? So I'm out here hustling hard, but it's yeah. coming out. So we're trying to. Um, we're trying to do the most actually right now not the least we're actually doing the most so hopefully it's <laughs> going to come out soon. Oh my god you want a podcast? Do when you're in New
0: York? you're uh, just going to do a podcast. Yeah, I'm going to do the podcast okay. out in New York. Got it.
2: Um it's so funny. Like, uh, my fiance, Jeff, is in real estate and development, but he truly wants to be a star. So I think oh we definitely have God. to incorporate him into the podcast. He's oh my funny. God, he's, he's so funny. funny. He's so funny. But I just want him to come on and do like the hot topics of the day, you yes. know, where he's just in his angry Italian voice, like, I don't freaking know what's going on with the Kardashians. Like, they're, they're all idiots like that,
1: you know. Oh my Matt has been going nuts over the Kardashians this week. I know. I saw your stories. Yeah, we saw your stories all about, about, about it. Jordan's on.
2: Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, she's, she's an idiot. She's an idiot.
1: Did you guys
0: see her live today?
2: I didn't get to tune into the live.
0: But hey, wait, so it's just okay. It's just like ten seconds, and it's her, you see the back of her, and she's walking into the studio that's like Jada Pinkinsmith's Smith's right. talk show. I didn't even know she had one. And it's like the person's following her from behind. She's walking into the studio. She sits down at the table, and then the person that's filming just like shows her face, and she's like this,
2: like and I'm it, ready to talk,
0: and it just stops. And dude, I was like, dude, it had to be a lot. Like, what? She she's fucked. Trying to, she's uh,
2: trying
1: to
0: capitalize on it. Of,
2: of course, course she is. is. Well, what yeah.
0: else is she going to do, I crawl in a hole and like, fall
2: away? Here's the <sighs> only thing. I had an epiphany today where I forget how young she is. She's, she's so 21. young. I forget how young Tristan is. Isn't he like 26? He is? Go- can we Google yeah, it? let me
1: yeah. Google it. How I else? think he's still a baby. I think Chloe
0: is 30-something. You, I think she's like
1: 33, 34. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold He's on. 20. Oh no, that's another person. <laughs> What's his last name? Thompson. Thompson. Here we go. He is 27 years old. Chloe oh, is 34. Okay. Whoa. He's a baby. He's my age. But
2: Jordan's really a baby and I thought yeah. I put myself in her shoes and I said okay. So, you're 21, barely, you just were legal to drink.
1: Yeah, and you're not. You're getting wasted.
2: I mean, that's me in college. I think about like the dumb shit I did when I was 21. Unfortunately, she's under the microscope of being famous. Mm. But I just thought, I was like, wow, there's still children.
0: Yeah. How yeah, many but times so I like, black but out? Like, Chloe is like her sister. Oh, I, I fully like,
2: agree. I'm not justifying the behavior. Right, 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 but right. I just forget. I just, I just think like
0: she knows what happens in this family. Like she has. But You don't want to be ostracized by the Kardashians. And she knows what happens when people are ostracized. She's seen it. She's been in the front lines.
2: Well, it's interesting enough, I had friends that were at Shore Bar that night. That's the bar they were at. I thought they were at a house. Well, they ended up going to a house. No, they started a Shore Bar. And my girlfriend, she said um, that, she was like, Jordan was all over Drake all night. I know.
1: Oh my god, you should see our faces right now. I know the devil of all, Drake was at Shore Bar. Very yeah. interesting choice. Okay.
2: So and I trust my friend. Like yeah. they were there and yeah, then they yeah, like yeah. in touch and people tried to get in touch with them and they're like, No, we're not we're not yeah. talking. She said Jordan was all over Drake that night. And so then, she's an attention whore. And then yeah.
0: whose house did they I thought they went to Tristan's house.
2: Yeah, and you got to know. know if Tristan has his own house. This shit's been broken up for it, a long oh, time. Oh no.
1: they've, they've definitely. I don't. I think up. that's what that but was my thing. Matter. It's not. It, yeah. it wasn't right of her, but it, it, it makes it a little bit better to know that I think that they were broken up.
2: But like, come on, Jordy. No, she. So come she on, she Jordy. had it so set,
1: man.
0: She had it made. Yeah, and it was so sad when she went to that appearance the next day for that. Oh, that actually
2: crushed. I should
0: have gone. That I go to that bar all the time yeah, like, yeah. and apparently, like apparently 150 people were supposed to come and the eyelash company told the influencers that it was canceled because they didn't want the like bad press yeah and only 20 people showed up and people who were there were like wait i thought like so many people would come to like see her and they figured out that the eyelash company was like we don't want the bad press and these, this poor like weird company probably spent so much money, money on, on jordan her. like the timing for this product it's
2: so sad I, I can only imagine the brand deals are going to start just pulling. Oh, absolutely. F- from her name. It's just wild. I mean, this is a classic case of where are the parents? Yeah. You know, where are the parents? Why is, why is Jordy's mom? I mean, I guess she's 21. She can do whatever, but right, I mean, my mom was so far up my ass, my entire childhood. Yeah. I beat me with an inch of my life. If I like, she caught me smoking a cigarette when I was 16 and was like, you know, I had to yeah. fear God. So I just realized you can't kids that are stars that early. I mean, you uh, can't control them. You can't control them. Oh control
0: my them. gosh. I just want to know what
1: Kylie thinks. I want her to say something so bad.
2: How much of you thinks that this was orchestrated by Kris Jenner though?
1: I am always on the fence that I keep going back and forth. Right. Because I, why would Jordan be. agree to this? It cannot be. That's what I said. Why would why? Jordan like choose to be a martyr? Right. And ex excommunicate herself from that family. The, her whole point of her existence is that she's connected to that family
2: truly and it 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 still is a sad like society we live in but like she's been essentially like slut shamed too Mm -hmm. and you would never do that right you know it's a double standard yeah yeah. but yeah but either way like he's not getting any because because this is
0: behavior that he's exhibited before we know this about him yeah we know this about him
2: but every time she's talked in interviews she's like one of those people who talks like super oh yeah, she, slow, yeah, and so it's just you know that you know six chardonnays or vodka tonics in something's and something's gonna yeah, happen, yeah. something's yeah.
0: gonna get down, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh
2: my Oy. god,
0: she fucked up. Yes, definitely.
1: Oh my god, I'm okay. glad we got your thoughts on this whole situation. The Mads has been going crazy over this
2: all week. Yeah, I mean it's just a shit show of epic proportions, yeah. and everyone is rooting for Chloe. Also, I'm terrified yeah. of Chloe. You know what I mean? Huh. In like yeah. in the best way. Like she's yeah, my best yeah. friend, but I'm also yeah. terrified You don't want to fuck over Chloe. No. No, 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 no. no, no. She's you don't got a rap about her. But I the d-
0: thing with The Bachelor, did you hear about this? No, what's this? Oh my God. Basically like
2: the executive producer, the, the creator clothes. of The Bachelor said that, oh, that she's going to be on. And then Chloe and Kim were like, we have no deal with you. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to
0: call my lawyers. Like, don't even like put this on my name. Like, this is disgusting. Oh my God. She's so, like, I'm not clickbait right now.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this poor woman. Oh, I, I feel terrible. I, I know we're all rooting for her. Oh, yeah. It's funny enough, though, my mom said the other day, she, she said, you know, I just don't understand. Like, you know, a, a crazy week for us is that maybe, she's like, I get locked out of the house. I lose my keys. <laughs> the shit that happens to them on a day-to-day basis, and I get it, they're ma- mega famous, yeah, but the just the turmoil and the stirring of the pot that happens it's... in Calabasas, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen to a normal family. It's wild how much shit has happened to them. It's just, wild. It
0: it, it, it it can't.
1: I mean, it has
0: That's, to be orchestrated, but it like it, yeah. it just can't. Like you can't make no. up Caitlyn Jenner. You can't make up like it's just we- crazy.
1: Well, they're a product of you know fame, so I feel like crazy shit. I mean, I know a family like that where just like crazy shit is literally happening all right. the Some fucking people, time. Just... I'll tell you who after and you'll right. totally agree with me. Yeah. And I'm like. How is this happening to your family? All And it's not like bad stuff by any means. It's it's just just weird, funny shit keeps happening. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. what are you? Do you have a TV show? Like, what's going on? Although we always say that our family would make the best TV show. Yeah, we're like a big Jewish. We're a big Jewish family. We love the tequila. We got three... Mayo Brothers, and literally, okay, so I dated my husband in high school for a little bit. Okay. And he was convinced that my dad and his brothers were in the Jewish mafia. Yeah, we like, still
2: are. Yeah, Great. Yeah. That's the vibes of our family. My dream is to be like in the Italian mob. Yeah. So I really just want to be a mob wife. Yeah. Basically. I love furs, faux, and real. I'm just going to say it. Like, I love a fur situation. I oh, look yeah. great in gold. I like gaudy stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like ready to fully be in the mob.
1: Wait, talk about your tachki challenge. I was
0: literally, I was just going to bring that up.
2: So tchotchke, well, y'all know, isn't it a Yiddish word? Yeah. So tch- is So really? I grew up. So I grew up with tchotchkes. The thing is, though, though, the
0: the way that it's spurred off of your tchotchkes is not how I remember it. Like I remember tchotchkes as like nice decorative bowls or like cute things, not the like, like same. not knickknacks, like yeah. a ceramic
1: kitten that you put no, no. next to a clock. Okay, that's that
0: that's, is not but what I remember. That's but a yeah. tchotchke. Okay, but. Yeah, yeah, but, what, what but
2: it, it, yeah, so I guess knickknacks is what we'd call it down in the yeah. south. Yeah. Yeah. Um I just started to realize as I would go to home goods and all these different stores, like I just can't with these signs now. This yeah. it's these motivational signs that are truly tchotchkes. Right. You know, live laugh love, be the you today that you want to be tomorrow. So people started sending these to me. One lady truly in her bay window in her beautiful home said fart zone <laughs> in her kitchen. <laughs> what she's like my husband hates it but i have three little boys like what do you want me to do i'm like i I fully agree with your husband this is tacky (laughs) as fuck oh my god yeah so just all these phrases and saying so it just kind of went viral and unfortunately i have some people close to me in my life that are really into tchotchkes and hoarding oh they like actually like it yeah And, and i've tried to like subliminally tell them like you know, you got a lot of shit on your wall. <laughs> <laughs> have one wall with, like, everything. And my mom, I grew up, you have to realize, my mom was an yeah. interior designer and artist. So I grew up in that house. Her where he,
1: house is beautiful. I mean, oh. she did a really good job. She yeah. did such a
2: good job. But I grew up in the house where, like, you couldn't sit on, like, 90% of the furniture. And, like, she, my mom always thought Architectural Digest was about to come and, like, do a, you know photograph the whole house so for me I get very uncomfortable when I go to houses that aren't not, it doesn't have to be overstyled, but when there's a lot of mm. shit everywhere because sure, yeah. you don't know what else to do and I don't know what to say, do I wasn't yeah. raised like that oh my gosh okay yeah. so do our favorite one the gynecologist we, a we should where do did, you, We're gonna where do did you find it i was in little italy in the bronx like two months ago with jeff we had to go pick up a gift for somebody and it was on a t-shirt and oh, it, i just saw, like envisioned an old italian man saying this It's like i'm not a gynecologist but i'll take a look oh
1: my god my yep. dreams <laughs>
2: have been made i can
1: die happy my husband every believe. my husband's like enough it's fucking enough Enough. and i'm like i will never not say i'm not a gynecologist but But uh take take a a look look.
2: because you just imagine some guy named like tony who's like hey i got a really (laughs) good joke for you you know just creeping on women but he's not creepy you know he's creepy but he's also like you're like "Ah, that's tony (laughs) you know the fact that there is a shirt that says it was just those the stupid tchotchke shirts if you will. Yeah, yeah. I love a shirt that has a phrase, you know, yeah. just like I uh, I you know what what's one like um,
1: I have a sweatshirt for my mom that says "fuck being perfect," but it's upside down. Oh, she I like do- that. She does. Yeah, I stole it from her because it actually fits really cute. But oh. I was kind of like a little bit embarrassed by mm-hmm. the t- the text on the on the
2: side. Oh it's my like god, that's down. wild! I need to get a sweatshirt with that. Oh, you because me- everyone's need wearing need like the future is female, like all these feminists, like really strong, <laughs> z- driving that message home. I just need to start wearing perverted shirts. I'm not a guy in but uh, I think I look. <laughs> i just know that guy i know tony i know know the guy who says it because he's been to some of my parties like i could just (laughs) envision him he's like i'm you know i'm a scorpio i got (laughs) deep feelings and that's the thing that somebody whoever was the italian guy who like really started to say that phrase that guy tony he's super sensitive he cries all the time you know what i mean Uh, but he's also a little bit of a (laughs) perf. you know (laughs)
1: <laughs> who are you and how do you do what you do I just don't
2: understand uh, what am I doing though
1: that's the thing it's like you're so just yourself yeah. and it's infectious it is infectious y'all
2: are so nice <laughs> honestly
1: I know are we just like is this whole episode just us like oh, fawning we've been, over you we
0: have been so I'm gonna come here
2: once a week just uh, so I can like get built up we can have
1: Aperol spritz yes, yes we can
2: drink a little bit I mean cause all the auditions I've been to this week are just soul draining so Ugh. this is great I need to come here
0: What's the audition process like? It's awful. It's pilot season right now, right? It's
2: pilot season, but what is pilot season? I don't like, know. Like, I'm out here going out on auditions where I literally walk into the room and they're like, You're not right for this, but we just wanted to, like, see you. I mean, what? what? You've oh, driven across town.
0: It's like La La Land
2: status. Oh, fully. Oh, hey. Ooh, yeah, shit show. I cannot wait to get to the point where. You know the roles just come in, and I can yeah. say I don't want to do it. It's like being a bridezilla. Like I just want to be able to say no because right. for so much of my career, it's been like I'll take do what anything, I can get. Yeah, and now I just want to say has, I don't want to do it. I'm not getting out of bed. You know, I'm just yeah. not doing it. I'm gonna has write anyone to Netflix. Yeah, what, yeah.
1: I'm going write a handwritten letter. I
2: Love that. We need to bring that back. <laughs> oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Very. I'm powerful. southern. I feel very passionate about writing. Thank you notes. Yeah. Yes. It's a good call. It's, it's a, a good, good practice.
0: Call. Has anyone, when you came into an audition, know, known who you are?
2: Yeah. Well, a lot of the casting directors know me. That's how they bring me in. But it was got so it. funny. Last year at pilot season, um, you know, you have like 10 auditions in a day. It's just crazy. Oy. I got one like an hour before I was supposed to go in. It was for a medical procedural show. So like a Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Any sort of like Chicago Fire, one of those shows. Yeah. I just read it as a comedy cuz I usually only go in for comedies. Oh, no. So I walk in and the line was like somebody or where's my baby? I'm losing blood. But I just thought it was like a comedy. Oh so I'm like, I mean, guys, where's my baby? Can you tell I'm losing blood? And they were they were so tickled pink. They said, this is insane. Did you not know that this? this was like a full, like you're in a crisis. Like somebody's taking your baby out of you. You're bleeding everywhere. And I was like, oh, I just thought she was being sarcastic. <laughs> oh my God. But that's my life. Yeah. Oh yeah. my mm-hmm. God. I'm here. I am this like classically trained actor. And then I show up and it's for like <laughs> ER. And I'm just like, what's the big deal? I can't find my leg, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh my god, mortifying!
1: I am dead. This was incredible. I know we love you. I, love I if y'all. you If you haven't figured that out by now,
2: no, this is great. Oh, gosh. and I love these, like strong Jewish sisters. You know, I recently Aww. found out I'm Jewish.
1: Oh
0: my god! Wait, let's Welcome talk about to that. The tribe. Which With side?
2: You. Um, my mom's side. So, oh, that, so that means I'm a real yes, Jew. You're, yeah. a real you're a real Jew. You're a real one. So my mom go on birthright. Oh, yeah, but I'm 31. Oh Go yeah. go
0: no go on the like. There's like an
2: like a, an adult a, one. Adult one, yeah and You just get to the entire to Israel? Time. No, and I'm dying to go to Israel. Oh my God, go. you gotta go to
1: Israel. I have to go. And my gay
2: bestie, Raymond, like we're both people of the Lord, and we just, he really wants to find like a wonderful partner who is like of the Lord. So I said, We gotta go to the Holy Land to find you a holy man.
1: Yes. There we go. 100%. Oh my God, you would love Israel. It's the fucking best.
2: You would love it. Yeah. And when I found out I was Jewish, my mom just called me. And she's like, You're never gonna believe this with Jews. <laughs> oh my God. So my great grandmother was adopted. She was a ta- raised Italian Catholic, but she's really an Italian Jew. Oh. So it all makes it's wow. like my life really has come full circle okay. so yeah so next you time, time you're in LA Jewish. you're
1: coming for Shabbat yes I would love to
2: oh we have you can meet Heather wild that's Shabbats. my mom yes I'm here for it I want to meet all the power Jews she'll yes. talk
1: to you about sex till like the night
2: goes on it's great I've, I'm, I'm very open about sex yeah yeah she's good it's mm. very head babe very head babe yeah
1: thank you so much
2: thank you for having me this was a treat and a joy and I adore Uh, y'all truly the two cutest Jewish girls in LA and that's a strong statement that's a very strong statement we're gonna put that on a resume yeah that's that's my new motto amazing okay let everyone know where
1: they can find you
2: Um, find me on the the interwebs on the (laughs) Instagrams at Heather K like Kardashian McMahon
1: Kardashian. love it and we'll we'll put all like, <laughs> that took me a second um and we'll put all that in the show notes so everyone can go follow you and if you are listening watch heather's instagram stories every Brittany single 9 damn 1. Day. Every day okay love you sisters love you